Welcome to the Attentive Heart Podcast, where we explore how an integration of mind, body, and spirit make us whole and enable us to become more compassionate to ourselves and to others. I'm your host, John Gribwich. And in honor of the Christmas season, what you'll hear after this intro is the Christmas homily that I was honored to preach at St. Matthew's Church in San Mateo, California. I wasn't initially planning on recording the homily, um, nor publishing it in any way, but someone in the congregation was able to capture it on their phone, and uh, I'm happy that they did, because this homily received uh, a lot of positive response. And I say that not as a way to kind of draw attention to myself, but to really prove that the Spirit works in mysterious ways. I was asked to see if I could reproduce this homily in a recording studio, and I was reluctant to do so, because I realized that uh, at the heart of, of preaching lies the people that are in front of you. Um, I know that I came into the homily prepared to say a few things, but I know that it took a life of their own once I saw the people I was with and just was sensing the, their own spirit. And that's how the spirit works in the context of preaching, responding to the spirit within the people in the room, within the church. So I hope that you may uh, enjoy the message Feel free to pass it along, but more importantly, uh, may this be a reminder to all of us that our words do matter and that they are really a way for us to bring the word may flesh into the lives of so many people this Christmas season and, of course, all year round. So a very Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. Enjoy. You know, um, I have the great honor and great privilege when I was in seminary, to go to the Christmas city. Christmas city is in the Holy Land, Bethlehem. So part of a pilgrimage. It was something I was never expecting to do or planning to do, to go to the Holy Land, but I had the opportunity. And it was a very profound experience, to say the least. It's even more, I would say, Pressing on me today because of what we know that's happening in the Holy Land. If we look at the news, it's the first time, probably in recent history, that Bethlehem was essentially closed down for Christmas. Manger Square is empty. And the Christmas city does not seem to have its lights on. It's a great reminder that we live in a very, very broken world. No matter what we think about the situation happening in the Middle East or how much we're following it or not following it, it sort of represents exactly the type of world that God enters into. A broken world. You know, most depictions of the nativity have Jesus and Mary and Joseph housed in a stable, like a barn. But when you go to Bethlehem, and you go to the very point where supposedly Jesus, the light of the world, was born, it looks nothing like a barn or a stable. Because from all accounts, 
where Jesus was born. He was born in a cave. And yes, there was a cave that would house animals. But I think it's important to just reflect upon the fact that this Jesus, who we call the light of the world, who we hear about in the gospel today, the first point of contact, visible contact, with Jesus in the world happens in perhaps one of the darkest places, the recesses of a cave. I think it's important for us to really reflect upon that so that we can get to the depth of what we are celebrating today. Because while it's fun and good to talk about the fact that God shows up in the world and there's angels to announce his coming and shepherds come to worship him and that Mary and Joseph seem to have almost like this picture-perfect scene in front of Jesus in the manger. This is serious stuff. Because what God wants to impart upon us was not just simply a nice pageant or a nice story, but to get to the very heart of the man, the darkness that each and every one of us experiences. This back in 1992, the singer-songwriter Leonard Cohen put together an album called The Future. And it's an album that's very profound in many ways. It was written in a very important time of 20th century history. The fall of the Soviet Union, the collapse of the Berlin Wall. Things seemed to be changing on the global scene. And you think Cohen would have been presenting optimism in his album. But rather, he focuses on the fact that all these things that are happening have a shelf life. Whatever we find to be good today may somehow turn to be bad tomorrow. One of the most popular songs on that record was one called Anthem. And the refrain of it, I think, is very much connected to what we hear about in the gospel today. Because the refrain says, ring the bells that still can ring. Forget your perfect offering. There is a crack, a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Today, we may be ringing bells, singing jingle bells, and trying our best to bring our perfect offerings to our family and friends as gifts and food and other things. But the reality is, is that each and every one of us are broken. Each and every one of us are carrying something that reminds us that we don't really fully have it together. I don't know about you, but Christmas for me is a very complex time. I know I'm supposed to be happy and joyful, 
But there's a lot of other emotions that happen during Christmas. And I think that it's probably connected with the fact that the Christmas of 1994 was the last one I spent with my mom. Because it was 10 short days later she died in a car accident. Yes, sign that we're broken. But what gives me great joy on the feast day of Christmas is not just all the tinsel and glitter and Christmas lights, but the realization that the Son of God comes in the darkest place in the world to reveal to us that that's where he wants to meet us within our hearts, in our darkest places, in our most wounded places. In a certain sense, it's in the places that are cracked where the light is going to shine the strongest. Because what it says, it says that vulnerability is our greatest strength. A God who shows up as a helpless child and then basically ends his earthly life hanging on a cross helplessly reveals that God is terribly helpless. That's the God we come to worship today. A vulnerable, helpless God. And that's the God we're called to unite ourselves with in the great sacraments of communion. And it reveals to us that that is what holds us all together. Because as I look around this church, I know everyone has a story. And everyone's carrying something. And everyone's trying the best they can with what they got. But we do it together. When one person is struggling, another person helps the other one. When one person is weak, another person is strong. When one person is down, there's another person to lift them up. That is the great gift of Christmas. That we actually don't have to pretend we have it all together. We don't have to pretend to just always put a nice smiling face on for the crowd. We're allowed to be broken. We're allowed to be cracked. And the challenge I have for each and every one of you, and the thing I challenge myself is, how much am I allowing myself to be broken, to be cracked? Or how much do I allow my ego get in the way? Thinking that I do have no idea, or that I can make it through with no one helping me out. Because I'll tell you, I identify with a helpless child. I identify with needing someone to help me get through the day. That is the gift of Christmas. Knowing that our most profound, darkest places are where the light comes. Knowing that our most broken parts of our life are our greatest strengths and also our greatest ways to be a source of healing for others. I don't think I'd be a very good priest or just a very good person if I didn't experience a lot of the losses I've had in my life. Because how could I possibly walk with anyone else who's going through loss and hurt? 
It's okay to do that. Because we rejoice today that those losses don't have the last word. We're made for wholeness. And that the cracks that we have are mended when we all collectively share ourselves, our gifts, our talents, to legitimately heal a broken world. A world that has the lights turned off in Bethlehem today. There's a crack. There's a crack in everything. That's how the light gets in. Amen? Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Attentive Heart Podcast. We hope that you were able to find it helpful in your spiritual journey and practice. This podcast is produced in collaboration with Sunday to Sunday Productions and The Witness Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe and share it with friends.